powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Game Over Winnipeg. Uh, my name is Brady. I'll be doing the solo cast tonight. Um, wow. What a what a game. What a finish. Uh, really exciting game. Uh, did you guys have any flashbacks by chance? What was that final call on the last goal? We'll chat all about it. Um, I'll be honest, that game was uh, a lot. There was more goals in that game than I definitely expected. Um, you know, having uh, Connor Hellebuck going up against Jake Ottinger, two of the best goalies in the league, you expect, you know, uh, a game that is going to be a little, you know, a little, little more tight, tight knit on the defensive side of things at the end of the day. Uh, a lot of goals in that one. But hey, do you think... You know what, what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's the World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn19+. plus. Please play responsibly. Oh boy, where to start on that game? Um, uh, just an overview on the game. Honestly, I thought that the Jets kind of got outplayed by the Stars, even though they did win. Um, you know, if, if you're if you're uh, an analytics guy, uh, the <laughs> the expected goals did not look good for the Jets. Uh, I think the Stars doubled them in expected goals, but at the end of the day, uh, just win, baby. That's all you can really ask for. And uh, the Jets do come out on top. Uh, was it five four four three? I can't remember now. Uh oh. <laughs> uh came out five four uh at the end of overtime but the we you know that game should not have gone to overtime that like not at all absolutely i mean you look at the last goal uh <laughs> we'll get into that real quick but again another another jets uh you know they start a turtle in the third period and then everything all goes to shit and uh you know a two goal lead should be safe i know it's it's the um you know the the whole mantra. Oh, you know it's the hard, it's the worst lead in hockey. But come on, when there's when there's two minutes left in a game, you should be able to, um, you should be able to lock that down. Um, but hey, the the the, the main thing is that last goal should not have counted whatsoever. Tonight was an absolutely awful game by the officials there were two goals one of them only counted uh where both of them the 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 refs were completely oblivious as to what's going on in the play um if you missed it uh the jets are trying to lock it down it's the last uh you know last two minutes of the game and the the stars have a power play right as neil pionk or not neil pionk uh right as um Excuse me. Who was it? Whoever it was, right as whoever it was, got, it was coming out of the box uh, to end the power play. There was a scrum in front where Jamie Ben and Josh Morrissey are battling in front. I'll admit, Josh Morrissey does kind of give Jamie Ben a bit of a shove, and uh, on the side of the net, Hellebuck Hellebuck's head gets kind of pinned up between uh, Jamie Ben and the post, to which his helmet comes off. And you, you, it, it looked pretty painful, honestly. Like Kellebuck goes down to the ice immediately. He's laying on the ice, helmetless, and uh, the play continues. Um, you know, it looks like his neck even kind of stretched around the post. So, like, really, really scary thing for Jets fans. You know, Connor Hellebuck is, is is by far the most important player on this team. If he were to go down with an injury, that's I mean, you can pretty much kiss the season goodbye. But 
Then the puck rims around from behind the net. So it starts out behind the net. It rims around to Jason Robertson, who's on the left point. And this entire time, this entire time, Connor Hellebuck is laying on the ice with a, with no helmet on, off to the side, with his, with his hands and glove uh, covering his head. And he is hurt. He is not moving whatsoever. No whistle, nothing. I don't understand how how the the referees could not have seen that either one the goalie's hurt, two his helmet's off, and three the play should be dead. Like I I just don't understand. And then so obviously Jason Robertson takes the puck, shoots it into the net into the wide open net, and uh, hey the game's tied. And then the Jets do what is right here, and they challenge the play. Uh, for for the fact that there should have been a um, a stoppage in play, they do not cha- uh, challenge for goalie interference. That's a very important, very important distinction we need to make here. And what ends up happening is that the referees and they say the, he even says this in his his statement, um, along with the help of the Situation Room, determined that Jamie Ben the contact between Jamie Ben. And Connor Hellebuck was due to Josh Morrissey pushing him into Jamie Ben or into Connor Hellebuck. My apologies. Which, listen, I'm not disagreeing with the fact that that Josh Morrissey definitely had an influence on that play. But this is not goalie interference. This is uh, about a stoppage in play. There is, I believe, a rule that has to do um, with something along the lines of, you know, if there's an imminent scoring chance. But that's not the case here. The puck gets rimmed around uh, around the boards back up to the top of the point. There's probably like three, four, five seconds before Jason Robertson shoots the puck, shoots the puck where the net's just completely empty and Connor Hellbuck's laying on his stomach with his with his bare head in his hands. Like I I again I get if there's an imminent scoring chance. I get that that Morrissey pushed him into him. But what it, what it, what is supposed to happen here? Is Connor Hellbuck supposed to just get up and and without a mask, try to make a save on a shot from the point, which could be tipped up in his face. He once again, he is the most important player on this team. Like it wasn't even the fact that he was just kind of like laying on the ice trying to sell the call. Like he genuinely looked hurt. Um, I I I <laughs> I don't know what to say. I do not understand how this goal was allowed. Um. But but that wasn't even the first, like the only one. Like the refs were were pretty brutal in this game. Like I'll even admit there were some some missed calls going both ways. Axel Janssen Fialbi should have had a. There was such an egregious hook. I believe it was in the second period, um, that or maybe the third. I'm not too sure. Um, that that wasn't called. You know, like so. I'm I'm not just saying this from this the point of view of a Jets fan who is like you know they need to put every call for my team. Um, they they were bad. And then we go to the other the other uh the other replay goal um, where the puck gets rimmed around the jet zone and it climbs up the boards, climbs up the glass, hits, hits the netting and then uh, drops down to the other corner. Uh, immediately, Brendan Dillon and Connor Hellebuck both, you know, put their hands up in the air, you know, Pionk too. everyone's saying, Hey, it went out uh, and they just stop. Um, and and then Jason Robertson again. This guy just loves picking up pucks that are that are just free, and uh, just throws it on net. And Connor Hellebuck's doing nothing, sitting in front. Like my main issue here, I, I have two issues. First of all, refs, what are you doing? 
like there's four of you on the ice and not a single one of you can see that it went out of play. And I get maybe missing, you know, the first initial thing that it goes out and above, but the, it hits the netting. Like you can see a ripple in it. And then I have to get on my boys. I have to get on the jets here. What are you doing? Why, why are you stopping play? Like what, like one of the most elementary things that you get taught as a hockey player when you're a child is to, to play till the whistle. I get it went out. I understand, but that does not mean you stop playing, especially when there very clearly was not a whistle. Uh, the Jets are lucky that there was a replay that confirmed, you know, what they were saying. Because very, there, it was very likely that that's pot. Like it's very, the geez, <laughs> I can't talk. It's very possible that 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 there's no replay that proves what, uh, you know, what you're saying. And in that case, sorry, bud, you're shit out of luck. That that's a goal. Like you have to keep playing until the whistle. Like what are you doing? Like give your head a shake, guys. That's something where if I'm Rick Bonus, I'm, ooh. I'm getting real upset with my boys. I'm getting real. I'm putting, putting, uh, coals to the fire. Like, uh, just other than that though, you know, we can get into the rest of the game. Uh, that, that was my whole spiel on the refing, And I felt like I needed to have a little bit of a, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, everyone's saying I'm fired up and that's why I can't talk <laughs> uh, again. If you guys are in chat, you know, speak up, it's, it's just me here. So if you got a, you know, a comment, a question, anything like that, uh, you know, we, it, this the streams for everyone. So, uh, feel free to join in, um, give the stream a like and, you know, share it with your friends, let us know. But, uh, but yeah, l let's go into the game a little bit more broadly. Um, game starts off and uh, a minute 30 in <laughs> a minute 30 in Cole Fetty. Boy, oh boy, what a game. Ladies and gentlemen, I tweeted this out earlier. I have to mention this. Cole Fetty is 20 years old, 20 years old. He's going to get better. He's only going to get better. And all I can say is, wow, like this, this kid is showing that he is here. He's so ready to play. Um, he had a fantastic game tonight. He was lethal. Um, I guess we'll, we'll get into the, the line combinations. They, you know, a bit of a blender today. Uh, Dylan DeMello came back from injury, um, which then of course switches up the uh, deep pairs, but even the forwards had a bit of a, a blender, but um but yeah, it was it, it was a fantastic game from Perfetti. He had a, a beautiful goal right off the start. Uh, Blake Wheeler, great pass to him, good vision, uh, and and you got to give credit also to Nate Schmidt, like uh, a, a fantastic breakout pass. It's the little things that really uh, count in this game, and uh, not enough um, not enough credit gets given to those breakout passes that uh, start a bunch of the the game, or sorry, a bunch of the uh, scoring plays. Um, but yeah, and then you know. The other thing that was a bit of an issue, another thing that you get taught as a, as a child, the first thing is you don't let the, the other team score the shift after um, <laughs> the shift after you score. And what happens here? Uh, who is it? Jamie Ben. Let me see. I, I, I have a, a bunch of notes here. I got to go through. Um, no, it was uh, uh, Wyatt Johnson, one of the, one of the young guys, um, on a two-on-one uh, scores there. My, uh, I, I have a bit of an axe to grind with this one. Um, it's a kind of a bit of a broken play. My my main gripe um, is on on the defensive pair here. It was Morrissey and Demello. Um, Morrissey was very very aggressive in the uh, in the neutral zone, and that's kind of what starts this play. Because again, it's a two-on-one. 
you the first thing you ask where's my other defense uh he's in the neutral zone playing really aggressively which I'm not going to harp on Josh Morrissey too, too much. I think Dylan DeMello is a bit more at fault on this goal, I'll say. Um, so the play comes in from the uh, from the right side. I believe it was Jamie Benn. Comes in, takes a shot, uh, low far pad. Uh, rebound pops right out to Wyatt Johnson. Empty net, easy peasy goal. Uh, <laughs> who in the absolute hell is Wyatt Johnson? He's really good. He's he's a young guy. He's, he's one of the young guys on, uh, on Dallas. He I think he scored like almost 50 goals in the OHL last year. He's, he's pretty good. So, but still pretty young. Um, anyways, this goal wasn't, uh, specifically because he had like a fantastic, uh, play or anything. He was just in the right spot at the right time. And my gripe on this one is DeMello. Again, one of the things you get taught, I, I didn't play defense, but this is definitely, uh, uh, something that you get taught when you do have to cover. But, um, you know, when you have a two-on-one against you, the, the D-man is usually uh, supposed to pick up the, the the second guy. Make sure that he's covered because at the end of the day, you have to trust your goalie to be able to to stop the shot. Uh, and especially when you have Connor Hellebuck in that, you know, you should be pretty confident in the guy to be able to stop just a, uh, you know, a one-on-o with some pressure from the from the uh, the one side. Um, but Dylan DeMello decides that he's going to play the puck on the, the, the puck carrier on this one, which again is fine but he just there's a little bit of a delay here he takes a little bit too long to commit to it uh which allows jamie ben to get that shot off uh low far pad and then again then you know why johnson's sitting out in no man's land all alone and uh you know easy tap in no big deal but um yeah, so it's one one immediately. You know the Jets don't, Jets fans don't get a ton of time to uh, celebrate here. Um, later on in the period, I think it was a couple minutes later. Uh, Jansen Harkins uh, on the new look third line. It was uh, Mikey Asimont and um, and uh, Jansen Harkins playing with uh, Adam Lowry, which is, is a really welcomed uh, change. Uh, I've been pretty. I've been harping on the uh, the previous state of the. Third line having Saku Manalainen and uh, Axel Janssen be there, they just weren't really providing much um, other than you know pressure. Like they they play hard, they've got good forecheck, but at the end of the day, you that third line, the Jets need that third line to be a more effective line. And uh, I gotta say, man, Mikey Esamont, I, I did not expect him to be as good as he's been. You know, I thought he'd have a good couple games where he he you know he really shows that he can try hard. He's got a good motor, but he's providing like this game was he he had a fantastic game once again. Like he scored his first goal the other day and now he's um excuse me, he's uh he's playing great on that third line and and that was a, a, a definitely a deserved uh bump up. Um and on this goal, this this goal happens because of Mikey Asimont. Puck gets dumped in. Uh, Mikey Asimont forechecks hard, knocks uh, Ryan Suter, one uh, you know a previously very good defenseman, um, and st- I would say still a very good defenseman. Right off the puck, puck goes right over to uh, to Adam Lowry. Adam Lowry has the the fantastic vision to see Jansen Harkins you know streaking on the right, hits him for a one t wide open net. You can't you can't ask for much better there. Fantastic play. Uh, that that was one where it was that's process uh, of that goal was was perfect. You know, great forecheck, uh, and they got the results. So that that's one where I am you know I'm super happy. Uh, and again, I'm glad to see the guys who've been working hard have been playing hard. Uh, got you know I'm 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 loving Jansen Harkins start to the season. I'm I'm super uh, super glad and happy to see the way he treated his um, his trip down to the Moose. 
uh, as more of an opportunity to prove himself rather than you know like a, a negative thing. And since then, he's got his confidence back. He looks great. Like I'm, I'm, you know, at the end of last season, I would I would have been happy to just let this guy go for for nothing, put him on waivers, and let whoever they want to pick him up and i'm not going to shed a tear um i don't think i'd shed a tear now but i would be certainly more disappointed than uh than previously but yeah he's he's playing great um again a couple minutes later jets allow uh another goal has been on the power play um on this one the what i saw the issue i had with it was that um Neil Pionk on the on the on the PK is playing like almost at the top of the circles, which is like really extended. Um, I get the idea to have an aggressive PK and try and you know cause cause a lot of trouble, but uh, we need you in front of the net, buddy. Uh, and then you know Nate Schmidt is kind of left all alone uh, in front. Uh, he makes the play where he decides to try and play the the defenseman who's about to take the shot, um, rather than you know just trying to box out and giving Hellebuck a clear sight for the shot, which personally I think would have been the better uh, move. But of course, I'm not in the NHL, and there's probably, for, for very good reason, obviously. Um, but yeah, you know, what can you do? It's a power play goal. The Stars have one of the best power plays in the league. Jets have been really good on the PK, but, uh, you know, what can you do? It's it, it is what it is. That's just a, a broken play. And again, you have a little bit more leniency about why uh, about uh, the P- goals against on the PK. Uh, <laughs> Justin Justice TV. Why is Pionk even on the PK? He's an offensive minded guy. Man, I, I don't know. <laughs> like who who else could be on the play? I'm just looking. Like I, you're absolutely right. I I completely agree. To be fair, because especially when you have guys like Brendan Dillon, uh, you know, Dylan DeMello, Dylan Sandberg, Josh Morrissey. These are all guys who I would s- certainly pick to put on the PK above Pionk. Um, and especially with the season that Pionk's having defensively, you know, I know he's having a pretty decent season offensively. He's getting a lot of points, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I, I, I personally wouldn't have him on the PK. Um, oh, what else do I have here? Uh, my next note is, uh, is, is about the new look, uh, first line and and second line, uh, every single line got jumbled up this game. Um, I guess we can talk about that now. Rick bonus decides to go with the, uh, you know, with moving, uh, Kyle Connor down to play with, uh, Dylan or geez, uh, with, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, um, and then with him is Sam Gagne, and then uh, on the top line, you have uh, Mr. Cole Perfetti, as I've already given him plenty of praise this uh, this game, um, and then, uh, of course, Blake Wheeler. I know we've seen a lot of Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler in the past, but uh, I'm definitely willing to give it much more of a runway, especially under a new coach who's going to you know hold those guys a little bit more accountable, uh, and and both of those guys are having much better seasons, so I'm, I'm not going to complain like how we used to if we saw... Uh, Shifley and Wheeler together because I think it, it's it's a different time. Uh, if, if it was under Paul Maurice, I'd be screaming and scratching my eyes out. Um, but you know, I, I can't complain with how Rick Bonus has kind of deployed the team. Um, I do find it very interesting that they are ooh, that they are kind of uh, sticking Cole Perfetti with. Uh, Blake Wheeler like I think he's played at like with him the entire season um, maybe they're trying to go hey like you, you know you're you're a playmaking guy that we have this other playmaking guy who was really good for a long time maybe you should learn from him but um, but hey, that's neither here nor there maybe just a little bit of a uh, a little tangent but but yeah that that top line looked dangerous today I ooh man Cole Perfetti playing with Mark Shifley 
chef's kiss and uh blake wheeler had a fantastic game too like again he had the assist on that first goal there um and other than that like he he looked great today he had an assist on the uh, the winning goal which we'll get into shortly in a bit um man i'm just sitting here going boy i want to see a, a perfetti shifley ehlers line that that's gonna be that's gonna be nice in my opinion like i think the way that this jets team becomes its uh playoff form um is they have to obviously i think they have to add someone in the middle six Uh, i saw a couple people mentioning in chat but uh and some people have been saying it on twitter uh sam reinhardt is a guy a lot of people are talking about because i think the the panthers are having some cap troubles with having some guys coming off their ir um Absolutely. Like I, I personally haven't been ringing that bell because I don't think that Sam Reinhardt's going to become available, but Sam Reinhardt, Ooh, that he would look good in a Jets sweater. He's exactly what the Jets need. Um, but as I was saying, the, the, the kind of format that I think that the Jets need in order to become their playoff style is they need to add someone in the, in the middle six in order to afford them to be able to bl- uh, bump Blake Wheeler out of the top six and into the top nine. Again, not at all a um I don't want this to be seen as as me saying Blake Wheeler needs a demotion, but I think of the guys in the that top six, other than Sam Gagne, which I'll speak about in a moment, um, I think that um if you can afford to bump him out, that gives you three really great scoring lines. Again, I, I think that Lowry and Wheeler together would be fantastic. And again, you can play them in the hard minutes. Um and then put them with, you know, a, a, a scoring winger. And there you go. You have three scoring lines and one of the best shutdown lines uh, as your fourth line. Because that, that fourth line, David Gustafson, uh, everyone hop on the Gus bus. That guy is fantastic. He does not lose any uh, board battles. Uh, Justin, Justin, Justin TV, just say it. Wheeler needs a demotion. No, I, I, I don't think that, and I don't, again, I, I want this to be clear. I don't think it's a thing where he is playing bad and deserves to be bumped down. I just think that the best version of the Jets has him on the third line. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the second line today, the, the Connor and Dubois, uh, with, with Sam Gagne line was kind of got, killed today i think they had the the hardest competition i believe i could be wrong on that i didn't i unfortunately didn't see uh who they were playing against most of the time um but uh you know connor dubois you know dubois feeds uh connor for that fantastic goal i believe it was in the third yeah it was in the third um near the end that that fourth goal was ooh beautiful uh wheeler or not wheeler geez dubois streaking in on the right side passes it out front and and cal connor he might have even um he might have batted that out of the air i don't i don't know if it was firmly on the ice or not it looked like he batted it out of the air um but but i'm very happy to see that cal connor's you know getting rolling again i think he should be playing with dubois that's where he played all of last year where he got his 47 goals and i think that provides a little bit more balance to uh the top six um to have him on that second line because then you have again I'm, I'm a big proponent of uh, being consistently good and being able to consistently um, outplay your opponents no matter which line is on. Uh, you don't want to have to be relying on line matching uh, in order to um, you know get the right matchups. You should be able to roll your team out as, as you want them to come out and let the other team respond. Um, 
And then Sam Gagne, man, like this is a guy who we've been kind of, you know, prior when Appleton was in the top six, prior to his injury, we were all kind of clamoring for uh, Gagne to get a little bit more time. And I'll be honest, other than that first game, he played with him. And I thought that he had a pretty garbage game today. Uh, the only the only thing of, of note was in the second period, he uh, he drew a, a penalty just working hard in the um working hard in the the corner um but other than that like man that guy can't stay on his feet he just looks out of place um yeah i don't know I, i'm not a huge fan of him right now i think he he deserves to be bumped down into the bottom six which actually happened at the at the end of the game um actually Janssen Fialbi kind of took his spot for a little bit who i thought had a, had a had a pretty good game um he had a really nice uh assist on the what was it the third goal i want to say it was a, it was the third goal it was the one that lowry scored uh with like at like 804 of the uh <laughs> at like 804 i have it written down here at 804 in the second period um the jets are you know another fantastic third line shift and again that third line looked great i like i can't say it enough they they looked so much better than they have in the past uh with with jansen fialbi and metalinen on that line um and sorry previously had those guys and now of course they had uh harkins and uh and uh Asimont. and uh yeah this this goal was just a good hard working goal like they they were they were cycling the puck well uh puck goes up to the top i can't remember who it was i think it was Dylan DeMello Dylan DeMello actually it was Dylan DeMello he got his um he got his <laughs> i think his first 5v5 point of the year which is kind of rough but uh hey he's not he's not he's not there for points he's there to be a, a good defender um he takes a a bit of a shot and uh Janssen Fialbi has the great mind to to see uh Adam Lowry to his right and do this nice little tip pass right onto his stick and again, Lowry, uh, Ottinger's expecting a shot from uh, from Dylan DeMello. Again, it gets tipped from Janssen Fialbi, goes over to the other side of the net, and Lowry's there to put it home. A fantastic goal. Beautiful. Um, and and I'm really glad to see that Janssen Fialbi got the bump up because, like I said, Gagne has been kind of, uh, kind of stale on that line in the top six. And um, with the whole, uh, what's it called? With the whole Rick bonus uh, accountability stuff, uh, it was really glad to see that um, you know he recognized that Gagne has been playing kind of rough, and Yance Fialbi had a, had a good game. So that switch was uh, kind of necessary, I would say. Um, what else here? I mean, we're getting kind of near the end of it, but uh, we'll just run through the uh, the game kind of as a whole. Again, that first period, the Jets played, I think, pretty well for the first you know 10, 15 minutes of it, but then they got absolutely dominated in the last five minutes of the first. Um, moving on to the second, uh, Lowry's line started. Asimont drew a penalty, and then the 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 power play went on. Um, I have to add in a quick little thing here. Uh, again, on Gagne, get him off that PP1. He does not deserve to be there, unfortunately. You could put any guy in the middle there. I would love to see, again, Colbert Fetty be put on that power play one. Um, I like him a lot on that kind of flank outside shot where he's on his, um, his I believe, his strong side, on the left side. He's not open for the one-timer, but he rather does kind of like the Nick Ehlers style of uh, getting the pass and kind of walking in. He 
he's been really using that like drag like toe drag shot recently a lot he had a couple chances tonight with it um and again he's he's a good shooter so like i i I think that that's a great spot for him he can dish from there and then he can also you know be an effective uh shooter and then that gives you the opportunity to put mark shifley in the middle and that's a guy who uh you know in the middle of the slot uh, money, absolute money. Um, I think that that's kind of the right the right way to run that power play until Nick Ehlers comes back. But um, but anyways, we'll we'll move on because I got a, not too much time here. Um, uh, what else? Geez. Uh, again, the second period was was really good by the Jets. I'm I'm really really glad to see uh, they came back out after getting kind of dominated in the at the end of the first. Um, they played really well. They outshot them. I think it was like eleven to seven or so. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have I have a bunch of notes here about a lot of random stuff, but uh, but moving on to the third, um, what was it? Yeah, the switching of the lines. Um, oh my God, Connor Hellbuck absolutely robs Tyler Sagan. Uh, I think that was on the power play. That was that Yancey Fialbi got a penalty in deep uh, and the Jets go to the PK. Uh, Jason Robertson rips a shot from the uh, the right or if you're if you're Hellebuck from your left side, if you're, you know, the stars and you're looking at the goalie from the right side, he shoots far post, hits the post, ding, right off it, goes right onto Tyler Sagan's stick in the in the slot. Absolutely wide open net. Connor Hellebuck, like like a pool boy with, with a net, stretching to grab some leaves. He stretches back with that paddle and just absolutely <laughs> huge save. Absolutely huge save. I think NHL already tweeted out. Go watch it if you missed it. Absolute beauty. This is why this guy is the most important guy on the team. Fantastic. Um, again, you know, third period keeps going. Um... Oh geez, uh, dumb penalty was taken by who was it? I think it was Schmidt. Schmidt just just like cross checks a guy in front for no reason. Um, again, it, it, as I I'm also a ref. I, I ref hockey, or at least I used to ref hockey. Um, one of the big things is I. I, I I can't stand when defensemen in front of the net are cross-checking. Just take one hand off. You can push like this. You can push with both hands and you're not going to get a penalty. You can box a guy out like that. You're not going to get a penalty. Uh, but he, you know, goes a little bit crazy on the guy. Then, of course, the Jets go to a, the PK. And on that PK, um, Neil Pionk also takes a penalty. And he's really lucky that Rupe Hintz here retaliated because he cross-checked him like four times in front. Like one, two, three Hints goes down and as he's on the ground, he gives him another shot. Like I, I, I don't understand Neil Pionk why he had to keep continue to, to keep cross-checking and cross-checking and cross-checking. And uh, he was very lucky that Rube Hintz turned around and, and gave him uh, some business back because uh, you know, I don't think the refs were going to call it, but that absolutely should be a penalty. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> And then it kind of works out because Neil Pionk takes off Rupe Hintz, one of the best guys on the other team, uh, when they're trying to tie it up. And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work, uh, as I said. Um, <laughs> as I said, and then uh, the whole kerfuffle with the uh, the the goal that was not called off. And then here we are again. The Jets have uh, blown a two-goal lead. Uh, I guess it was a three-goal lead the other night, but the Jets have blown a two-goal lead, and we're going into overtime. Who's going to score? 
who's going to score other than Josh Morrissey? What a season this guy's having. I wouldn't say he's in the Norris, uh, you know, contention. I know some people are are saying, it, you know, the whole uh, Norrissey uh, chat is going on. I don't think he actually is there, unfortunately, but I'm happy to pump the guy's tire. He's having a, a great season and he's really showing up and the Jets need him. Um and uh, and yeah, the the Jets skate out with uh, two points. Uh, unfortunately, they let the uh, the Stars get one point here again. That go- that goal was spo- should have been called off, but at the end of the day, uh, the Jets shouldn't have let them even get there to that point. Um, and yeah, uh, th- this was a, a four point game, uh, a really important game in in the Central. You know, Dallas is at the top of the Central right now. And, uh, you know, the Jets aren't too far back with Colorado also in the mix. So it's great that the Jets got two points. It kind of sucks that they let the Stars get back in it and get the one point. But again, for for how that game went, considering, uh, you know, the chances on both ends of, uh, of the ice, uh, the Jets are kind of lucky to have gotten out with uh, a win on that one. But uh, they also kind of played to their strengths, which is, you know, we have a really good goalie and we have a bunch of good guys who can finish the finish the the finish the goal but finish the puck uh, finish the play there we go <laughs> um but yeah so again uh and end of the game jets win uh 5-4 it was a a real <laughs> it had my heart beating i was kind of scared but um but again the jets come out on top uh and and i will say in the grand scheme of things considering their last game against um the minnesota wild i thought they you know regardless of the fact that it was um, not the best game by the Jets and they did get outplayed. I still thought they played much better and uh, it's at least very good to see that, um, you know, that that Minnesota wild game that was the other day isn't the reality of this team. I mean, maybe it is, but uh, I guess only time will tell. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, nothing really else to talk about that game. If you have any other, any other statements, any other, any questions, throw them in the chat right now. Um, I'll give you guys one second. I think we're going to sign off. Ooh, tough to do a bit of a monologue, <laughs> but I also kind of just went and went and went. Um, alrighty. I'm not seeing too, too much from the chat. Um, anyways, thank you all for tuning in. That was a, a, a great game. Jets are back in action, I believe, on Sunday. Uh, I think you guys are going to have Liz back on the mic. I'm not sure if she has a guest planned or not. But, um, but yeah, again, thank you all for tuning in. Give me a follow on Twitter at NHL Chunky. Of course, follow at SDPN Sports. Check out the, uh, the merch shop. There's uh, some new Game Over merch that came out. There's ones with the actual... Um, the little game over guy wearing the Jets jersey. So uh, I, I've got one coming in the mail. I'm real excited to get that. Uh, and it's Black Friday. So, um, you know, check it out while the, the deals are still on. Um, have yourselves a wonderful day. Thank you all for tuning in and uh, share with a friend, like the stream, follow us on uh, subscribe, all that stuff. Anyways, have yourselves a great evening. Uh, enjoy your weekends. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.